Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Kylie Camps, owner of the kind parenting company, wife, proud mom of twin boys, and happiness advocate. This podcast is a place for women who want more from life. It's your time to cultivate more self-care, compassion, happiness, love, and confidence. Let's have real conversations to help you feel better, choose better, and live your best life. Welcome to episode number three, Master Your Morning. I wanted to start today's episode off with a quote that I really, really love, and it's super simple, and it's from Eric Thomas, and it goes like this, change your 24 hours and you will change your life. I love that quote and I think it's one that we should all come back to often because so many times we want to change our life and we have big goals but we get overwhelmed and we think, oh, I don't even know where to start or perhaps we get into a state in our life where we just feel like we're not being our happiest self or we're not feeling lit up as often as we would like to and it can feel huge to make big changes and I really do understand that but little by little, If we change our days, we do change our life. We all have 24 hours in a day. And sometimes those hours are filled with things that don't necessarily light us up or make us super happy. We all have things that happen throughout our days that are sometimes out of our control. And really all we can control is how we react to those things. But another thing that we can control In most cases, of course, there are going to be times when you can't, like perhaps when you have a new baby or there's illness in the family or things like that, sort of extenuating circumstances. But for most of us, if we're getting enough sleep, one thing that we can control is how we choose to start our day. And starting our day off on the right foot really can change the whole trajectory of our day, which can as I just mentioned, change our life little by little. Refining your morning routine is a topic that I'm really, really passionate about because I have lived it. I know what it feels like to wake up feeling flustered and all over the show. Growing up, I would never consider myself a morning person. And even now people say to me, oh, you're such a morning person. And I guess now I am, but I wasn't naturally. I kind of had to, I guess, train myself to become a morning person because I became a mum and I needed to get stuff done in the morning because by the end of the day, I was just too exhausted. And I got to a point in my life where I realized, okay, I need to carve out time for me, for my happiness. And I want to start my day off on the right foot. So that meant getting up earlier and becoming a morning person just by habit, just by repeating it day in, day out. And now it really is part of my life. And I'm just really, really passionate about it. And I think that so much can change if you own your morning. 
And over the last few years, just listening to so many different interviews with really, really successful people that I admire and I would consider mentors, despite the fact they don't know me, they've definitely helped me along my journey. So many successful and really, really happy people that I look up to in life all over the world all share a commonality of having a consistent morning routine and also waking up that little bit earlier. And again, I think that that just comes back to the fact that when you wake up earlier and make time for yourself or for your most important tasks, it really does make you more productive and changes the course of your day and it just makes you feel more positive. And rather than playing catch up all day, you're actually ahead of the game. So you just feel happier in general and you achieve more. And as I mentioned earlier, I was never a morning person growing up. I was a typical teenager who wanted to sleep in. When I started working, I would always be racing out the door. I would always be running late, flustered, never have my lunch with me, all that sort of stuff because I just didn't value a morning routine. But with newborn twins came a reevaluation of how I was operating. And I realized that, okay, things have really changed. And for me to carve out that time, I do need to get up earlier. So once we had the boys sleeping well, that became a priority for me. And it really has made just the biggest difference in my life. I get up before the boys and it is my quiet time. I love it. I don't wake up and speak to Matt. I get up and I just get myself organized. I pop my headphones in and I'll listen to a podcast while I get ready. I get ready at a leisurely rate. I put my makeup on. I do my hair. I get dressed. I'll have a coffee. Sometimes I'll read a chapter of a book or just jot down my thoughts, do some journaling, write down a list of my must do or my most important tasks. I always try and do something mindfully as well. So a mindful practice where I just focus on my breathing, notice how my body feels, all of that sort of stuff just makes me think clearly. It's a time of day where I feel like no one needs anything from me and I can just be. And that really, really fills up my own cup. I would consider myself to be a fairly introverted person, despite the fact that I do share a lot of my life online and with our community. I really do charge up and re-energize by being on my own and learning as well. And for me, listening to a podcast or reading a book It really lights me up. That is what makes time stand still for me. So doing that first thing in the morning, as well as getting ready and feeling organized, really just makes me start the day on such a positive note. And because I've spent time filling up my own cup figuratively and also literally when it comes to coffee, I can then really focus on the boys once they wake up. When they wake up, I can just give them my full attention and I don't resent them because they want things from me because they do. From the moment they wake up, they want something from me. And it's been that way for five years now. And I imagine it will continue to be that way for quite some time. And if I'm not looking after me, then I'm far more likely to be snappy, less patient and have that sort of underlying resentment of having to do things for them. Whereas if I've looked after me first, I really do have a clear perspective on how lucky I am to get to look after my kids. So it has a whole flow on effect for our whole family. And so I guess the purpose for today's podcast is really just to encourage and maybe inspire you to really think 
about how you start your day and how it may be impacting your 24 hours and in turn your whole life. Are you waking up frazzled to your kids? Are you jumping out of your skin because your alarm clock is so loud and so annoying? Or are you forever hitting snooze because you're just getting to bed too late? And then you're running late and then you just feel like you're playing catch up all day. And as I said, so many things throughout our day are out of our control and you can't worry about that really. But you can ask yourself, what is your, your personal ideal start to your day? Perhaps it will be similar to mine. It might be getting ready at a leisurely rate and listening to a podcast. Or maybe it's the total opposite. Maybe you want to go straight to an F45 class with really loud music. Or maybe it's yoga or it's reading a book or writing a book or playing games online or perhaps a mini pamper at home. Whatever it is, just think about what is it that would be your ideal start to the day and how can you create that? I suggest writing it down Put pen to paper and make a little note. I want to start my day like this. Or for me, I would feel amazing if I just did these three things of a morning. Because if you make a plan, you can stick to it. And then you can form a habit. And then there will be less resistance and it will be easy to do and you'll naturally become a little happier and feel more at peace with yourself. So let's make it happen. I want to share with you some of my top tips for refining your routine. Now, it's important to be aware that your morning routine really does start the night before. Once you know your ideal morning, set yourself up for success by spending 10 or 20 minutes prepping the night before. I often think to myself, okay, I'm just going to spend 10 minutes looking after future Kylie. At an event that we had last year, the beautiful Lorraine Murphy stood up and spoke to our community about getting organized. And that's one thing she shared with us, looking after her future self. And it really, really stuck with me. I felt as though I was already doing that, but just that saying of, okay, what can I do tonight to look after Kylie for tomorrow has been so beneficial, whether it's stacking the dishwasher or unpacking the dishwasher so that I don't have to do that of a morning or setting yourself up for your morning success by laying out the clothes that you're going to wear or the things that you're going to need for your morning routine. So for me, before I go to bed, I make sure that my Apple earbuds, my wireless earphone thingies are out, ready to go where my makeup is so that I'm not running around the house making noise looking for them. I also make sure I know what I'm going to be wearing So I've made a choice. Am I going to the gym at some stage that day? If yes, great. I'll grab myself out some tights and a crop top, socks and a tank top, and I'll have that there ready to go because that's my uniform on gym days. Or have I got a meeting? Okay, what do I need to wear? Mentally, I just think throughout the day, the day before, okay, I'm going to wear this outfit with those shoes, and then I just get it together so that it's No resistance so that when I get up and I'm ready to go, there's less decisions to make. Throughout our day, we have so many decisions to make and we can feel overwhelmed by choice. So just minimize the choice. Like I've said a thousand times, minimize the resistance and just make it a nice streamlined process. 
even little things, just filling your water bottle up so that it's there ready to go does make a really big difference that next morning. Now, speaking of the night before, you may need to modify or tweak your bedtime to facilitate the time that you want to wake up. And you may find that you even need to make sacrifices in order to get to bed at the right time. Those sacrifices may mean that you only watch one episode of your show or you eat dinner with the kids instead of eating dinner once they've gone down. In life, we all have to sort of choose our battles and there are going to be sacrifices at times. But if you can get into bed early enough to get enough sleep to facilitate that extra early wake, or perhaps you're not even going to be waking up any earlier and perhaps it's just about spending your time more wisely, you may not need to get up super, super early. You may just need to sort of reassess how you're spending your time. Rather than spending 25 minutes while you eat breakfast scrolling mindlessly, it may just be about going, oh, okay, you know what? Here's three things that I really want to do and I can fit that in during that 25-minute period that I'd normally just be zoning out. But in saying that, if you are going to be getting up slightly earlier, just make sure you modify your bedtime as well. You may also find that naturally this just starts to happen anyway if you do begin to get up earlier. When it comes to waking up, Many of us just use the alarm clock on our smartphones, and I do as well, but there are other options out there. Personally, I like to keep my phone on flight mode overnight, and I've chosen the least offensive ringtone that I could find on my iPhone, which just happens to be the crickets chirping one. It just sounds like crickets, and I don't know why, but it just seems to wake me up gently. I don't jump out of my skin all frazzled with my heart beating fast. I'm sure that everyone can relate to being out and about and you'll hear someone's phone ring and you just shudder because that's been a past alarm clock tone and you just think, oh, like it just brings back bad memories or your heart starts to race. You have a physical response to it. You can feel the stress hormone cortisol begin to rise in your body because that's just the response that your body has to it. So choosing an alarm tone that doesn't give you that response is really, really helpful. Lately, I've been looking into other alarm clocks as well because both Matt and I really want to keep our phones out of the bedroom. Even though we do both flick them onto flight mode, the temptation is still there to take it off flight mode and dip into social media and it's just not needed. So there are some great alarm clocks out there that I've seen that wake you up just by increasing the light in the room um, or syncing up with your circadian rhythm just so that it can wake you when you're in a lighter stage of sleep. And this is definitely something I'm going to explore. And if I find one that's great, I will let you know. Um, So stay posted. That's a work in progress. But just be mindful of how you're waking up, the tone that you're using and the method as well. You may also like to try flight mode as well and keep your phone on flight mode in the morning too so that you're not tempted to just wake up and go straight onto Instagram or go straight into your emails because then you're absorbing other people's thoughts and other people's lives and particularly with emails, other people's problems before you've even had a chance to wash your face, have breakfast and get your own thoughts clear. So I'm a big fan of refraining from dipping into social media or your emails 
And one thing that I did a couple of years ago was take notifications off so I don't get notified when an email drops into my inbox or if I get a comment or a direct message on social media because otherwise I just feel like I'm consistently plugged in. So I make a choice to go into my email when I'm in the right headspace to deal with it rather than just willy-nilly. So that's made a big difference as well for me. Briefly, I also touched on mindfulness Now, mindfulness and meditation, sometimes people sort of go, oh, I'm not a meditator. I'm not into that. I'm not interested. But simple mindful practices can make a big difference. Even just when you wake up, as soon as you open your eyes for the first sort of 60 seconds that you're in bed, just feel your bed under your body. Feel your breathing. Just bring your attention to how you feel And you can literally do this in as little as 30 to 60 seconds. So when I say mindfulness, it doesn't mean that you need to sit down and chant or anything like that. Just be aware of how your body feels and where you are and just be in the moment. If you're stuck for ideas on what to do for your own ideal morning, which happens to all of us, some of the things that you may like to consider doing include some sort of movement whether that is waking up and going to an exercise class, if that's what you enjoy, or for a walk, or even just something as basic as waking up and doing a full body stretch can just really get the blood flowing and just help you start your day off on the right foot. As can journaling and a gratitude practice, spending some time just writing down your thoughts, writing down things that you're grateful for, All of that sort of stuff, again, it just breeds positivity and that's what you want first thing in the morning. You want to feel good. You may also like to take the time of a morning to do some goal setting or visualization. I am a big visualizer. I love having a vision board. It's made a huge difference to my life and it is a topic that when I speak about this on social media, a lot of people reach out and say, how do I make a vision board? So perhaps that's another topic for another day, but Yeah, spending some time thinking about what you want in your life and how you can cultivate more of that is really, really valuable. You may also like to try listening to other podcasts. Think about topics that you're interested in. Some podcasts that I really love are the Oprah podcasts. She has two. They're really great. And I also love the Tim Ferriss podcast. It's not for everyone. They're really, really long but I just listen to them in shorter increments. Like some of his podcasts are in excess of two hours, but I'll just listen to them in sort of 20 minute bursts and I really, really enjoy them. Also reading is another great way to start your day, whether it's a novel that you can just escape into and soak up a storyline that's so far from your life and just be transported somewhere else, or whether you want to read more fact-based books Whatever it is that lights you up, do that. And remember, if it doesn't go to plan, it's okay. It can take some time to form a habit or to find your groove and what works for you. Often things will pop up that we can't control, whether it's a teething baby, a toddler who wakes up earlier, or whatever it is. Don't be hard on yourself if you miss one of your day routines or even a week Just get back on track when you can and when you're getting enough sleep to do so. If you are struggling to be consistent with a morning routine, just be a little analytical and work out why. What's going on? 
Is it because you don't know what you want to do and you've not got a plan? Is it because you're not setting yourself up for success and looking after future you by getting those things out that you need the night before? Or is it because you're not getting enough sleep? Just be a little analytical, identify what could be potentially holding you back and use it as a course corrector to modify and try again. I hope some of these tips have been helpful and I would love to hear from you if you are planning on refining your own morning routine, mastering your morning and changing the way that you start your day. As always, you can find me over on Instagram at Kylie Camps and I will chat with you soon. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.